0: luxury resorts, chef-driven restaurants, spring training baseball excitement, and more, Scottsdale, Arizona is the focus of today's Family Vacationer. Episode 35 starts now.
1: Welcome to the Family Vacationer with Rob and Danny, the go-to podcast for families on the move.
0: Welcome to the Family
2: Vacationer. I'm Rob. And I'm Danny, and this is episode 35, Scottsdale, Arizona. We are really excited to take a look at Arizona's sixth-largest city, and at Arizona as a whole. Now before we get into the show, we'd love for you to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We'd also love for you to join us on Facebook, Instagram, and now YouTube for additional content. Now this week we're starting a short series called Embracing the Cold, Escaping the Cold. Now that's not to say that cold weather destinations don't have activities in warm weather months or vice versa. We're just showcasing cities that are known for their warm or cold weather activities. So, clear as mud. All right, great. (laughs) All right, now Arizona
0: has a reputation as a hot, dry, barren location. But the reality is it's a state that has a diverse climate that gives life to some extremely diverse landscapes. You know, I've heard people ask if Arizona even has four seasons. And in my experience, you can almost get four seasons just driving from the south end of the state to the north end of the state. Now, Scottsdale, with its favorable climate, irrigated desert location, and beautiful scenery, that's been, that city's been a draw for a long time. What started as a cattle and agricultural town grew to support artists, architects, the military, and much more. Early in the 1950s, the town adopted the moniker The West's Most Western Town. Today, the city is an interesting contrast in the small-town western city vibe while now also being counted as one of the 100th biggest cities in the
2: United States. Here today to talk with us about Scottsdale is Tourism Sales Manager of Experience Scottsdale, Nicole Kreckler. Nicole has been the Tourism Sales Manager for Experience Scottsdale since 2016. Now, During that time, she's managed the North America and South America regions, collaborating with luxury travel agents in both markets. Nicole has vast experience in the tourism industry throughout the Scottsdale and Phoenix areas over the past 20 years. Her career began with Hyatt Hotels and has included opportunities with Fairmont Hotels, several destination management companies, and as a sales manager for Bob Bondurant's High Performance Driving School. Nicole is one of the rare Arizona natives who can proudly claim to be born and bred in the Valley of the Sun. Nicole, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
2: Well,
0: Nicole, let's jump right in. So one of the first questions that we always ask about every every destination, what makes Scottsdale a place that families should consider when planning a vacation?
1: Oh, yes. I get this question quite a bit. Um, you know, especially since Scottsdale's been known for that golf and spa for so many years we're not always top of mind for family vacations but we really should be um you know i I would start off by the close proximity to the airport i think that's really important when you're talking about traveling with a family um getting to scottsdale is really is very convenient we're about 15 to 20 minutes from the airport Um, so starting there and, you know, for family vacations, we've got some incredible resorts, um, here in Scottsdale with some of that kids programming and, you know, the, the water slides and the sand beach pools, but Scottsdale is definitely a different type of vacation for families. Um, a lot of it, uh, is kind of focuses around that outdoor aspect of travel. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know hiking and biking you can go kayaking and river rafting horseback riding hot air ballooning so we find that when families come to scottsdale they're looking more you know, they they find themselves becoming closer as a family and and rejuvenating versus you know a stressful vacation where it's like yeah, not to say that you know theme parks aren't amazing <laughs> vacations <laughs> But they can, they can be, uh, not
0: exactly the most relaxing.
1: Yes. Yeah. So we find, you know, that, um, families when they're coming to Scottsdale, they're just looking to do something different, something unique, um, that they really can't do anywhere else. I mean, horseback riding in the snoring desert or hot air ballooning is so incredibly unique to our destination. Um, or again, if families are just looking to come and relax, they can just hang out by a resort pool for five days and, and, uh, experience experience got still that way
0: Yeah sounds good to me
1: <laughs> Me too <laughs>
2: So, you know, we we always hear about how the Old West still lives in Arizona. So can you talk a little bit about the uh, McCormick Stillman Railroad Park and some of the other places in and around Scottsdale where families can kind of sample some of that Old Western flavor?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. So, um, yes, uh, you mentioned McCormick Stillman uh, Railroad Park. So that's right here in the heart of Scottsdale. Um, That's a fantastic park. Um, It was actually the McCormick family owned a ranch here um, and donated the land to the city back in the 70s. So um, with the, you know, the precedence that they had to turn it into public space. So there's some antique uh, train cars there. There's a a railroad that goes around the entire park. Um, In the summer, they do a summer concert series with um, local, with some local, uh, usually cover bands, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, movies That's in the so park. Fun. Yeah. Um, there is a company that we work with out here. Um, it's called the Arizona Cowboy College. And they do... Uh, you essentially go and learn how to be a cowboy anywhere from one to five. Oh, wow! Yeah. So they'll, cool. you know, they'll teach you how to saddle a horse and do all kinds of fun cowboy stuff. Um, and as I mentioned, horseback riding, we have um, we have a couple of partners here that um, will take you out on horseback. Um, there's a, an area called the Saworo Lake, um, Lake, and there's a guest ranch there, and they do horseback riding right on property um, into, the, into the hills, the mountains there. So a lot of that. And then, you know, of course, if you want to venture out, there's some really cool places like Tombstone, um, or even just east of Scottsdale is the Goldfield Ghost Town. Um so uh, yes, yeah, a lot of that western culture kind of intermixed in the the new Scottsdale luxury if you will.
0: So you mentioned when we started about the some of the amazing resorts that are in Scottsdale. Can you talk a little bit about some of them that are, you know, geared towards family or at least family friendly?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um so we've def- we've got a good handful of them. The Hyatt, uh Regency Scottsdale uh, for many years, it was known as the Hyatt-Ganey Ranch, um, is definitely one of those founding fathers of, you know, uh, family resorts, if you will. They actually were, um, they're one of those resorts that's um, the, the test resorts for a lot of the programs that they implement into the other resorts. So the Kids Club started at the Hyatt Regency Scottsdale here. Um okay. The the Fairmont is a fantastic property as well. They do Christmas at the Princess every year um, with a whole Santa's Village and rides and a a lit-up train. Um, In the summer, they do different programs at their new sand beach pool where you can uh, learn to become a mermaid or (laughs) uh, fun things (laughs) like that. Uh, and I would say the Phoenician Resort um, is again another one of those staples to the valley. is another really great property um, with some of that kids programming and a separate area for a kids pool. Um, they have a whole clubhouse with um, different games, pool tables, um, table hockey, that sort of thing.
2: Awesome. So you know Scottsdale is a really good. Kind of home base for visiting other parts of the state. So, um, you know, can you talk about like yeah. some of the other things that the state has to offer? Because you know, people think typically think of like desert when they think of Arizona, yes. but obviously, we know there's a lot more to it.
1: Yes, um, there's actually seven different um, ecological systems here in Arizona. So, to your point, people they probably just see the news in mid July and it's 115 plus and think. How do people even live there? Uh, well, I can assure you, it's yeah, it, it it's is. A dry heat, it does make though, right? a difference. In all fairness, but it is not that hot all year long. Uh, today it's today it's seventy, so it's a it's a pretty nice day out. But oh, so nice. yeah, um, because again, to that really close proximity to the airport. Um, Scottsdale is a fantastic destination to hub and spoke out. So we are located almost dead center in the middle of the state. Um, and for those of you that have not been out West, uh, we are big states out here. (laughs) So, um, from, from Scottsdale, (laughs) you can head up to Sedona, which is kind of that magical land with again, great hiking and those red rocks and vortexes. Um, that's two hours North. Uh, Two hours north as well, but just a little bit more to the east, is um, Prescott and Jerome. So those are kind of those old west towns. Um, Prescott was actually the territorial um, capital before uh, Arizona became a state. And then Mm -hmm. four hours north of Scottsdale is going to be the Grand Canyon Uh, um so you can do it in a day trip we we do have some clients that will we've got some companies that do private tours um or you know you can drive up there yourself there are a few properties uh one thing i will say about the grand canyon is that if you're not hiking it uh doing more than one day is probably good (laughs) um but uh, then to the south, we've got Tucson, which is about two hours south of us. Um, Tombstone, which is about three hours. So really a lot. And then, you know, and then in between lots of different cool little towns like Bisbee and um, like, I, yeah, like I mentioned, Bisbee's Jerome. Awesome. So lots of lots of really unique places here in Arizona. And honestly, everywhere you go is just a little bit different. Um, even here in the Valley, you know, Phoenix versus Scottsdale, even though we share a border are very different. Phoenix is going to be more of that urban feel and Scottsdale is going to be more of that resort um, resort type vacation, more of the, the luxury and, and the lounging, if you will.
0: I was telling dan earlier my family two of my favorite family vacations involved the state of arizona both times we used scottsdale as home base we i had a, a good friend that i grew up with that went to the university of arizona so we went out of tucson we went down to bisbee and, you know did the the mining oh yeah the little mining deal there and the town was so eclectic with you know the goods that they had to sell there and then Then we drove up to Sedona and did the pink Jeep tour, which was one of the... That's one of my most favorite memories of any trip that I've taken. That was just so much fun. Uh, I did get a sunburn that lasted about three months, though. So the sun was very hot that day. (laughs) But then we got into Flagstaff. Was that in a pink Jeep? It was in a pink Jeep, yeah. But we drove up to Flagstaff, and it was like 72 degrees in summertime, so... I mean, it was, you know, we joked in the open about, you know, people ask, does Arizona even have four seasons where well, you can almost get it just driving from the south all the way to the north, so.
1: Yes, yes, as a matter of fact, uh, up in Flag, they'll start getting snow in the Grand Canyon too, starting in October through pot- potentially April or May, wow. so I do like that to mention that as well um, for those that have not been to Arizona and they just think, oh, the whole state is dry and hot and all of that good stuff. It's not. Yeah. Um, and the Grand Canyon. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the North rim of, rim of the Grand Canyon is closed for six months out of the year because they get so much snow. Wow. Um, so th- things like that, you definitely need to keep in mind when you're coming out to visit um, because the weather in the Valley here in Scottsdale is perfect in the winter. Um, that's kind of the, the time of year we live for is that October through May when, and the exact opposite as you as you move up north um, near flagstaff you can go skiing and and all of that so yeah
0: and that's good to know when you're packing too because we did not pack correctly yes. we i think i just had shorts <laughs> yeah. and a t-shirt and that's all i packed well that was fine during the day but at night oh. it got a little chilly especially with goodness when we were in flagstaff i think i had to buy a sweatshirt cuz i was not prepared so <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, and that is another thing because we are in the Sonoran Desert. So the Sonoran Desert is a little different than um, most deserts. Um, It's actually the greenest desert in the world. Um, We have two rainy seasons, typically uh, winter and summer. And when I say rainy seasons, you know, we're talking about <laughs> a total of maybe thirty days a year. Right. <laughs> but, um, so, it, but because we are in the Sonoran Desert, the temperature can drop up to thirty degrees between the day and the nighttime, and that's true in the summer too. Um, so, when you you know you see those crazy temperatures, it actually cools down quite quite a bit. Yes it um, does. At, to <laughs> but yeah, you're absolutely right. You do have to pack layers. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I
0: have to give a shout out. One of my favorite restaurants that I've ever visited was Little Abner's Steakhouse. I think it's right outside of Tucson. And it is uh oh, yep. it, it doesn't look like much, but man, it's it's so cool and they cook right in front of you. The the menu is basically right in front of you. Do you want steak, chicken, I think, or ribs? And they just bring, yeah. bring up these huge slabs of meat and throw it on the grill right in front of you. And you got the, you know, the desert. It, it was amazing. So that was a good yeah. place. That awesome. great. <laughs> that
1: is awesome.
0: Well, here comes my awful pun for the uh, show. But speaking <laughs> of home base, uh, the city is also a good yes. home base for baseball-loving families, for the Cactus League, spring yes. training baseball. So can you talk a little bit about what that time of year is like in the area and some, some tips for families that are wanting to take in as much of it as possible?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, as you mentioned, we are home to the Cactus League. So it's just um, Arizona and Florida that are homes to spring training. We actually have more, um, more teams here in Arizona than Florida. Um, there's 13 stadiums, um, and we're home to 17 teams. Uh, the, the beauty mm. of spring training here in the Valley is that um, those 17 teams, the furthest away the stadiums are is 45 minutes to an hour. Oh, so wow. you could potentially see you know, a, a, a mid morning afternoon game and see a night game um, here in the, the Phoenix metropolitan area. So here in Scottsdale, we have two stadiums and we're home to three teams. Uh, The San Francisco Giants play right here in the center of town, right in the old town area. Um, And then the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Colorado Rockies share a stadium um, at the Talking Stick Stadium. So we get, um, we have a lot of Cubs fans. So they just built a new Cubs stadium a couple years back. Uh, It's a mini Wrigley field. Um, We've got, Basically, all of the teams west of um, west of Houston, um, as and what is it west of Cleveland? Yeah, we've got we've got a lot of teams out here. But <laughs> that time of year, um, that time of year is our busiest season. So, sure. and we and we call the month of March a season um, because Oof. with spring break um, and spring training it is just absolute chaos. The energy is just fantastic. Um, you know, the weather is amazing. You can sit down on a patio all day. Um, and you know, and like, like you mentioned, and we can, you can enjoy multiple baseball games. Um, and then you tie in the spring break aspect to that. So there's a lot of people in the Valley to say the very least. So, uh, March is not a bargain season, <laughs> to say <save the> <laughs> um, but it really is such a fantastic time to be here. And you truly, know, like I said, it just has a different energy to it.
0: Well, and what yeah. you're saying is not true in Florida. The, the uh, stadiums there are really spread out. So if you want to yes. catch multiple games, it sounds like Arizona is the place to go.
1: Absolutely. I mean, like I said, just right here in Scottsdale, we have two stadiums that are 15 minutes apart. Um, and then that Cubs stadium that I mentioned is technically not Scottsdale, but it's 10 minutes from old town. So right there, you've got three stadiums that are 20 minutes from each other. So yeah, lots of baseball fans. And, you know, we get people that are not baseball fans <laughs> that come out for spring training just because it really is so, so fun to be able to get to be that close and personal with, you know, the players and, and the players yeah. love it. It really, yeah. they, it's, it's just kind of their time to, to have a moment and have fun. Right.
0: <laughs> well, I, I, I bet that's especially going to be the case now after not playing in front of fans for so long, you know, I'm sure they're really going to appreciate oh, yeah. having that fan involvement now providing we get to, hopefully we will get to.
1: <laughs> right. I was going to say, we haven't heard confirmation, complete confirmation on how it's going to shake out this year, but you know, we will, always have things posted on our website um, that will have updates on those larger events. So the the rumor has it that there will be spectators. It'll just be a bit scaled down. So I'm um, we're just we're just waiting. We're just waiting like everything else. Just waiting to hear. <laughs> yeah,
2: like everything. So talking about getting to getting together, yeah. what are some of those iconic festivals that call Scott?
1: yeah absolutely so uh typically starting in january we have the barrett jackson auto auction um craig jackson actually the the owner of the auto auction lives here in scottsdale so um, while they do the barrett jackson um, event also in palm beach it's 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 about twice the size here, so it brings in some incredible cars and really just great tourists. Um, it's one of my fav- personal favorite events. I've seen everything from the the original Batmobile to the um, the uh, Beverly Hillbillies car. There's just been some really fun oh. things that have gone across the block. So. That kind of starts our event season, yeah, typically mid-January. So this year it has been pushed back to uh, March, excuse me. So mid-January starts with Barrett. And then uh, the end of the month, um, end of January, we have the uh, Waste Management Phoenix Open. So it's a small golf tournament um, that in a normal non-COVID year will get up to 200,000 spectators in one day. Um it's the se- it's the second most wow. uh, attended sporting event behind the Olympics in the world. So oh. pretty Man. pretty big deal. Yeah, yeah, and that's right wow. here in Scottsdale. Um that's played at the TPC course which is right by the Fairmont. Um and then we have uh the Arabian Horse Show in February. Um lots of incredible food food festivals. We have a Native American Week and um as well as um our Western Week the Parada del Sol parade and rodeo. Um, and then we float right into uh, that spring training event, which is typically now the schedule is the the last week in February, or excuse me, the third week in February to the third week in March. Um, and then there's the culinary festival. So lots of food and drink, pretty much any excuse to be outside. <laughs> uh. <laughs> is what we do. And then, you know, just some smaller events scattered in there. So that the first four months of the year, typically for us are, um, are incredibly busy with those large, um, large events.
0: So you mentioned food festivals. Yes. We love talking about yes. food here at the family vacationer. So can you tell us, <laughs> yeah. what you're doing? Can you tell us a little bit about the, what the food scene is like in Scottsdale and what are some of the restaurants that, should be on every family's vis- uh, every family's list when they're visiting,
1: oh boy, okay, yeah, so um I know I'm like all of a sudden ten restaurants just went running through my head, I'm like, oh what do, good. what do I want to eat tonight um <laughs> so uh food has become, and as a matter of fact um you know more so for the millennials, but that that food vacation if you will um has become sure quite popular here um, in Arizona and especially in Scottsdale. So because we do have so much sun, we actually grow a ton of food here in Arizona Um, and we have over 70 vineyards in the state as well. So um, we've got a lot of restaurants that will have local wines and things like that. But um, in the, oh gosh, i'm trying to there's so many great places no pressure a lot of them are going to (laughs) be yeah i know a lot of them are going to be maybe not as geared towards small children which is okay because we've got lots of great restaurants for that too um gosh i'm trying to think off the oh i would say one of my favorites is the old town tortilla factory so it was a home that has been here since the 1920s um still the same family owns it and instead of serving ch- chips and salsa, they serve homemade tortillas with a different kind of butter. I've had um, like uh. a chili butter, um, a basil butter, and every time I go in there, the tortillas are a different are different. It's they have tomato basil tortillas, and sometimes they do. And they're it's all homemade. They have a tortilla maker making them right there in the restaurant. Um, so really cool vibe, um, and then you can get some of that more authentic Sonoran type Mexican food. Um, Cause here in Arizona, we do Sonoran, we don't do Tex-Mex. So it's a little, gotcha. it's a little different uh, on the food scene too. A really fun um, resort actually to take kids for like a milkshake of all things is the Hotel Valley Ho. Um, the Hotel Valley okay. Ho is um, a hotel that has been here since the fifties and they do these, um, these milkshakes that, I don't even know how to describe them. It's almost like a meal in itself. Every month it changes. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And it's got different types of one time I went in and they were doing a vanilla milkshake and it actually had like a piece of vanilla cake coming out of the milkshake and (laughs) vanilla macaroon. That's my kind of
0: milkshake right there.
1: Yeah, it was a whole presentation. So that's a really cool place. <laughs> um, I guess speaking of desserts, too, the uh, the sugar sh- the sugar bowl in Old Town. Have you been there, Rob? The pink building.
0: I have not.
1: Yes, yeah, so I have the, not. The guy that wrote the Family Circus cartoons. Um, he actually would go in there every Sunday and write his cartoons and eat ice cream. So oh, man. kind of one of <laughs> wow. those, yeah, like those those fun. Um, You know, just one of those fun little tidbits about Scottsdale. Um, We don't have a ton of chain restaurants here, um, which is definitely not a bad thing. So, you know, depending on what, you know, guests are looking for, um, but we've got it all. We've got, uh, you know, great sushi and pizza and... um, pastas and and you know the really cool thing is a lot of chefs are moving out here from bigger cities like New York and Chicago um so we're seeing a really different food scene come on the market um which is is fun for me as a native I you know growing up it was always (laughs) the same stuff and now it's a whole different (laughs) whole different world of food to say the least
0: I bet you you can still get a pretty good steak out there as well
1: oh my goodness yes oh yes of course the yeah now i'm like oh banderas that's a great place for a steak i had
0: i had two of the best steaks i've ever had when i was out there so definitely got to put that on on the list
1: oh yes (laughs) yes
2: well you know we we always like to ask this question just because we're all going through this together and we just want listeners to know what to expect so what are some of the current COVID restrictions that are in place that families should know about
1: when visiting the area. Okay, absolutely. So we do have a mask mandate here in Scottsdale, which I feel like is pretty normal these days. Um, And it it does apply to, you know, any public buildings, grocery stores, resorts, things like that. So um, we do have that. Um, Our resorts are all running different occupancy levels to try and maintain that, you know, that social distancing and make sure that everyone um, is safe. So depending, um, a larger property like the Fairmont, um, they can run at a closer max occupancy of 70%, let's say, because they've got, um, four restaurants, and six pool complexes. So by design, the property, you can socially distance just because it's a larger property. And then some of the smaller ones, right. uh, like the Four Seasons, they're running it um, closer to a 50 to 53% occupancy level max um, just because they just have the one pool and the one uh, breakfast, lunch, dinner, restaurant, that sort of thing. So um, the resorts, you know, I think like anywhere are taking those extra precautions and making sure that um, a room stays empty for, you know, 24 to 48 hours to ensure that it's um, cleaned properly and that sort of thing. Um, And, you know, just to mention, because like you said, we are all going through this together. um, There is rapid COVID testing at the airport now. Um, you know, it's just, I think it's one of those things you have to mention because you never know where someone's going or what their state is requiring of them when they do come back. Um, so uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's that, it's that, uh, (laughs) it's that thing nobody wants to talk about, but we have to, right. It's just the way of the world. We'll get
2: through it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, Nicole, for our last question, uh, this can either be serious or it can be not so serious. We've had it go either way. We like to get the inside information on the cities that we're covering. So you mentioned already that it's Sonoran, it's not Mm Tex-Mex. So what's some other insider information on Scottsdale that help our families that visit kind of live like locals when they're there?
1: Um, okay, so I guess this would be maybe a not-so-serious one. Um, sandals <laughs> and socks are not a thing.
0: <laughs> <Okay>.
2: <laughs> You're right. Know, that should not be a thing.
1: We will know immediately that you are not from
2: <laughs> that Arizona.
1: Well. If you have Tifas on with socks, Birkenstocks, you name it. Uh, usually in shorts, honestly, in the winter, even though it's 70, us locals are not going to wear shorts, but... That's okay, You know, if you want to if you want to wear shorts, I say I say get at it. Um, I will. I will also mention this. Um, Go ahead. Yes.
0: (laughs) No, you're telling me I was exposed when I was there as as not being a local because I was in shorts and people wonder why I was shivering at night because I didn't bring a jacket (laughs) or long pants. I, I did yeah. not wear I did not wear socks with my sandals, so at least I didn't do okay. that.
1: All right, all right, then you we've got some <laughs> saving grace for sure. Um, so, uh, okay, so the uh, the famous cactus that grows here in Arizona in, um, and actually this so the Sonoran Desert this is kind of just a little fun fact only grows from the northern tip of Mexico into central Arizona. And that big cactus, the iconic one with all the arms, is called a saguaro. It is not a saguaro. Um, <laughs> even though it is a G, it is a saguaro. Uh, so oh, gosh,
0: I did that, too. That
1: is important. Yeah, I actually recently had a client that was like, they stayed at some hotel saguaro. I'm like, <laughs> So that's that's probably that's a big one. Um, but I do like to say with the saguaro cactus because we are so very proud of our of our uh, big old cactus. Um, you, you know, if you're ever watching an old John Wayne and he's riding through the desert and he passes by a saguaro cactus to take a drink of water or look at his compass or whatever they did in the old Westerns and he claims he's in Texas. He is most certainly not in Texas. He is probably down in Tucson filming quite honestly, yeah. but
0: I visited, I visited the, uh, the old soundstage. There. Yeah. The old, cool the visit. old
1: Tucson studios. That's uh, yeah, that that's another fun little Western thing to do. Not quite in Scottsdale, but definitely something fun to see. So I would say those are probably a few tidbits. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure I could probably go on. Like I said, as being a native, I feel like I'm just a plethora of information. My girlfriends that move yeah. here from other places, you know, I feel like I'm always doing the back-in-my-day stories. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, those are good. They're helpful.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, that's awesome. Well, yeah. for more information about visiting this beautiful city in this beautiful state, consult ExperienceScottsdale.com or your travel agent. Nicole, thank
2: you so much for your time hanging yeah, out with thank us. You.
1: Thanks for having me, guys. Have a great new year.
2: You too. You thank too. you so much. All right. First of all, I'm going to say, Rob, I enjoyed that interview. I have a friend that lives out there, and he has told me for the last three years, you yeah. have got to come out here. You need to. Yeah, I really want to. I, I, I've i flown over it. I've never been, but you've been there. So what, what yes. was your take on what she said?
0: Well, we, you know, we talked about it a little bit in, in the interview. Um, we, we used Scottsdale as home base for, for both of our visits. One was with my mom and dad, and my brother, and the next one was with my wife. And so um, both times we hit Tucson. We went down to Bisbee, um, which is an old mining town. We didn't really talk about that too much, but it's, it's an old yeah. mining town. You can actually take a train down into the mine Okay. Um, which is
2: a, a little spooky. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I gotta tell you, that's a little spooky to think about.
0: <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and we did. We hit Prescott, which she was saying, you know, is a. Or I think it's Prescott. Uh, Prescott. Wow. <laughs> we should have got her to clarify, but you know, yeah, that's don't say it wrong because you'll
2: identify yourself as an out towner. <laughs> I, so. I think that's that ship's already sailed. But uh, you and your sandals, the, and
0: socks. I didn't do that now. I just didn't have a, <laughs> I didn't have long pants or, a, or any kind of yeah. a jacket or anything, but, but yeah, no, go we ahead. hit Sedona. And like I said, Sedona and that pink Jeep tour, man, that, that was awesome. Sedona is a, it's a weird town. It's really cool that, there, yeah. um, we found this beautiful church that was kind of built into the, the side of a, of a mountain. I mean, it was fantastic. Oh, so, wow. That is so um, cool. And then Flagstaff, Flagstaff was awesome. I remember that when mm-hmm. I went with my wife; she'd never been to the Grand Canyon. We took the, the Grand Canyon Railroad, into the Grand Canyon. You take it from Flagstaff into the to Grand Canyon, and, um, yeah. you kind of you you get off, and you still can't see, you know, all the scenery, but you come around a corner, and uh-huh. it just opens up. And the look on my wife's face, I will to the day I die, I will never forget it. It was just the Grand Canyon is something you can see pictures of a thousand times but until you're standing there looking at it you don't get it there's no substitute for it i mean it was it was amazing so yeah definitely definitely recommend arizona scottsdale is a great place to like she was saying hub and spoke where you you know you you use that as home base and you can go to the Mm -hmm. south you can go to the north and it's right by the airport so it is uh pretty
2: convenient as well
0: but you need to get out there dan
2: yeah, I definitely do. And, you know, I'm just, I'm looking at experiencescottsdale.com. lots of great information there. You need to, and if you're listening, you need to check that out. Yeah, Uh, there's some great videos and I, I noticed on the website, there's a lot of great information that you, you wouldn't think about because you just didn't know, you know, yeah. they're telling you things that, that the locals know, things you need to know before we went out there. It's, it's a great website so you definitely check that in. and also I look at little abner steakhouse on facebook yes. amazing
0: yes 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 gotta gotta give them a shout out
2: yeah and i'm waiting on you to come by in your pink jeep and pick me up so we can head out man <laughs> i'm telling you man i got
0: i got sunburn and it's <laughs> i was sunburned on my legs for three months that Good. was the hottest sun i think i, I And you don't know it when you're out there either. Like, I didn't feel like I was burning like you do. Like, you know, you're on the beach in Florida. You pretty much know you're burning. I had no idea that I was roasting my legs. But three Uh months, and I'm still still sitting there with that tan line where my shorts were. (laughs) It's fantastic. Well, that does it for today's show. And as always, I'd love to help you plan your next trip. Drop me a line at rjones at starstufftravel.com, and let's start planning your trip today. Join us in two weeks as we continue to escape the cold. We're going to look at several Charisma Hotel locations. This will be a little different for us, a little bit of a departure. We're not just looking at one destination. We'll be looking at several destinations. So it's a show you definitely won't want to miss. Till next time.
1: Thank you for listening to The Family Vacationer. Make sure and subscribe to hear more of Rob and Danny.